Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey y'all, what's up Erpers? We're doing another exciting recap of episode 9, which is Bury Me With My Guns On. Episode 10, She Won't, Wouldn't Be Gone. And we have a special guest. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. What's up, guys? We missed you so much last week, and we are so happy to be back to the Winona Herb After Show. Today we're talking about episode 9 and 10, and our special guest today will be Bo Smith. So stay tuned with that, because we have a lot to talk about. Uh, my name is Carrie Lane. You can find me online at Carrie D. Lane. I'm joined by my fantastic co-host. Hey, guys. My name is Amber Plaster. You guys can find me on Twitter and on Instagram at Amber Plaster. And uh, we are live in the chat, so if you're watching this with us live, feel free to comment, let us know uh, your thoughts, and uh, no spoilers, please, because we are watching this fresh. And if you're watching this later, please comment down below, let us know what your thoughts are on the episode. Uh, so we'll just jump right into it. So welcome, Bo. Oh my goodness, so happy to have you with us. Oh, I'm glad to be here. So I'm thinking most Erpers know who you are, but for those who don't, why don't you uh, introduce how you are connected to the Winona Erp universe? Well, uh, 20 years ago, I'm the one that created Wine on Earp and have been uh, creating and writing uh, Wine on Earp uh, ever since 1996 and currently doing it with the uh, IDW series and uh, the new series, Wine on Earp Legends, uh, one I'm co-writing with Tim Rosan and currently uh, writing the next one, The Herb Sisters, with Melanie Scrofano, who is Wine on Earp. Woo! So Amazing. it's the comic books that you've been doing for so long. What what gave you this idea in the first place? Uh, the idea came when I was a kid in elementary school. I loved uh, the Old West, and I loved Wyatt Earp and his brothers. But also, being a little boy, I uh, I loved monsters, too. So I was constantly writing these stories about Wyatt Earp and his brothers hunting down werewolves and vampires and, and monsters in the Old West. And uh, then 1996 came up, and I thought, well, I'll modernize this, bring it into today. And so I have a descendant of his, uh, Winona Earp, and she hunts uh, fugitives. They just happen to be paranormal fugitives. Sweet. I love it. I love the modern take that, mm-hmm. that you, you put on it. And um, I'm really, truly don't consider myself a Western fan, but I, I, I can't, I, I love this show. <laughs> and I love that there's bits of, um, there's a little bit for everyone, right? There's, there's the actual American history that you can go back to and kind of nerd out on about Doc Holliday and the, mm-hmm. and the OK Corral. And then there's the, the fantastic, there's the revenants and, and there's modern day and there's mm-hmm. women kicking butt this time. Everything about this series to me is so refreshing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Thank you. It, it, we just, I just wanted to, the old West part, that's kind of this, this fringe part of it but that's what turns everything upside down you've got strong female leads you've got some really quirky weird bad guys which is is kind of neat and then you got the the sister uh, relationship and the camaraderie usually camaraderie in film uh, and novels and stuff is that 
of guys, mm-hmm. you know, you mm-hmm. camaraderie of the locker room and things like that. This this is one of the first series I think that really uh, Emily Anders has done a wonderful job of showing the camaraderie of women. And we don't get to see it a lot. We don't. No, you don't. It's a it's a whole new world that we're kind of hoping to expose everybody to. And uh, you know, it's, it's 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 like you said a few minutes ago. It, it seriously is fresh, fresh. Now, um, how involved were you with the inception of the television show and uh, with as the show progressed? Like, how connected were you with the creation of it and just, like, you know, as it went along? Um, Contract-wise, they didn't have to do anything. All they had to do was send me money, Um, (laughs) which is nice. But uh, they and IDW Entertainment have been more than generous from day one i saw every audition reel i see the dailies every day every hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's cousin kevin's kazoo concert in kansas city go kevin or becky's bachelorette bash in bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the priceline app today your savings are waiting Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Script every manual, everything. When Emily and I get together, she uh, is, it's constantly, I'm picking her brain, she's picking mine. We're, we're going back between uh, comics, the television series, and basically just talking about Winona as a whole all the time. And so through osmosis or, or the, her just reading the comic books uh, and our talks, uh, I've been, I couldn't have been more connected. I am I seriously, my wife Beth and I look at the cast and the crew as family. And we hope that it's the same way on the other end. And that's the way it has felt from day one. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, speaking of being part of the family, quite a few people in the chat have been referring to you as Papa Earp. What do you think of that? <laughs> I love that. In fact, uh, uh, just recently, uh, one of the viewers slash readers sent me, you know, I'm a ball cap expert. And <laughs> she sent me this wonderful, I mean, perfect ball cap. We'll start it says Papa Earp right on the front of it. Aww. I wear that everywhere because that's my open door. If I wear that out someplace and somebody says, what the hell does that mean? I get to tell them everything. I get to give them <laughs> a whole sales pitch on the TV show, the comic book, everything. And, you know, it's hard to shut me up to begin with. So, uh, you know, that, that's a big door they open. I think, that's, I think that's true for a lot of the fans about this show. I mean, I'm excited to tell people about the show. I'm like, I'm like, do you guys have, like, more than 10 minutes? Because I really want to explain the show to you. <laughs> it's exciting. It's mm-hmm. refreshing. And it's it's not a simple show. It is a complex show that you have. That it's a world. It's an entire world that you have to explain. So I, I mm-hmm. can only imagine. I mean, did, was, did you just, like, put in your writer that you must have the most kind, giving, welcoming fandom? Did you just, did you just tell Emily <laughs> that that was the rule? This is, you know, I've been writing comic books for 30 years now. And this is a total, I thought I'd seen everything, but this is a total different fan base now with comics and the viewership of the television show than I've ever had. I've never had such a core fandom, we'll call it that, that is so caring, so giving, and so nice and civil. Uh, before it's always been 
it's kind of guys club where you know you're ribbing each other it's always one-upmanship uh everything's sarcastic uh you know and that's fine and daddy i can more than handle that but this was seriously you know it was like somebody farted and all of a sudden somebody opened up the window let some fresh air in (laughs) you know i was welcome to breathe that in i mean i feel so blessed that that all these people have accepted me into their lives i mean i created the thing but it's emily and the cast and crew that do the 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 heavy lifting every every week with the tv show Mm -hmm. but you know uh i've been accepted into this world and i couldn't be luckier i really couldn't and you you think you've been doing this 30 years to surprise somebody in any kind of business of the entertainment world to surprise them after 30 years that's an awful big deal Hmm. yeah agreed and then uh what what is it like to see these speaking of the actors what is it like to see your characters in the flesh essentially and how are any of them so spot on that you're just blown away or are some people maybe adjusted but what are your thoughts on their adjustments well the first time that i saw the auditions one of the lines that they had every actress and there were over two three hundred say was they would take the badge and go why on earth u.s marshals and i got the what's the cliche i got goosebumps when i heard that every time so that's at least Two, three hundred times I got that. <laughs> but the first time I saw uh, Melody in uh, the dailies, she she nailed it. I mean, beyond anything. I'd always had Winona in the comics. You know, she's smart, she's witty. You know, she's sure of herself. But it was like Emily and and, and Melanie got together and just created the perfect monster. And then that. I mean, in the best way. I was uh, to this day. I still get really weirded out by going. They're gonna throw me out of this really neat party at any point. <laughs> they're gonna find out it's me and go. You're out of here. It, it's just amazing what they do. Uh, it, it's it's still every time I see it, uh, I'm in awe. Uh, every time they use like with Bobo Del Rey, uh, that's a creator a character I created in the first series. That was her Winona's first bad guy. I see that on and I. You know, I can't believe that's happened because Bobo Del Rey was created simply in the fact that I wanted everyone to say my name twice. So <laughs> that that was it. And in season two, there are going to be even more characters and things they're drawing from from the comic, and I'm I'm really really excited about that. I can't say too much here because it'll give it away and Emily will shoot me in the face but uh, there's some, some really neat stuff coming up in season two well I was also going to say speaking of the comics you have a new comic that just come out came out yep. correct yep with Tim all right Tim. now have you can you please explain where we can get a yeah. hold like people in the United States and people in Canada can get a hold of this comic uh, in any basically in any direct market comic shop mm. should be carrying it so if there's a comic store they should have it, and they should have no excuse for carrying it because Diamond Distribution is the only comic book distributor. They have tons of it. They should be able to special order it if they don't have it in stock. So that shouldn't be any problem at all. Uh, there are lots of uh, comic book subscription services like Westfield Comics and things like that mm-hmm. that they can also get it from. So um, it should not be a problem to get. That or the trade paperbacks. The trade paperbacks should be easy to get even in bookstores, Barnes and Noble and 
all the regular uh, brick and mortars as well as mm. uh, online with Amazon and stuff. Great. Good to hear. Amazon as well. I do have a question for you. Is after the show's been on and now you're making the new issues of comics, are is the art style at all changed to reflect the actors in the television show? Um, we started out with Laura Ennis doing the, uh, the basically the first uh, probably five issues. I think Chris Evans had one. But... Um, Laura and I go way back 15 years and she was handpicked to do this because of her sensibility off her book of, uh, called the dreamer. And she's an excellent storyteller. She's an amazing writer, but on this, uh, we wanted her art style, but we wanted her storytelling as well. And she did, she has her own unique style and it had a lot of whimsical, um, look to one on earth. Hmm. And then when she wanted to go back and do, her book, The Dreamer, because we we said we could, you know, she said we could have her probably five, six issues, and she was going to do continue to do covers, uh, but she wanted to go back and do her own because it's create her own, so we knew that was coming, and uh, Carlos Guzman, my editor, found uh, Chris Evanhues, who is just amazing, where Laura is whimsical, Chris is very realistic, and prides himself on expressions, and in our case, making the characters look like they do on TV without having them look like they're photoshopped. Mm-hmm. So okay. that's his own layer to it. And he has just he has just done a mind blowing job on this. We just got uh, inks from the issue Melanie and I are doing today, and oh, gee whiz, he, he just continues to knock it out of the park every time he does something. And and I will cry like a little baby when he decides. He's going to go on and, and do his own creator thing. So, uh, but you know that you know nothing stays forever. So, we say. I love that. Aw, <laughs> did you have any other questions? Um, yeah, I I actually yeah. want, I want to know um, what do you wish because we're we're almost towards the end of the season now. We just watched up to episode ten mm-hmm. of season one. So we um, just to refresh you all. It's a kind of right where the witch gets buried in the salt and everything. So um, without giving us spoilers (laughs) for the last two or three episodes of the season one, what do you wish your fans knew about season one or the story of uh, Winona Earp that they may not know? Mm. Anything that you wish the fans knew? (laughs) That's like, tell me a secret, but don't tell me a well, secret. Well, I mean, if there's any, you're like, you're like, oh, man, I forgot to mention this. Or, like, mm-hmm. you may not know that Willa is part, I don't know. I don't know what I was thinking. Just something if you thought of, you know, as the creator. Because you, you have you have deep backstory lines for these characters that maybe we don't really pick up on. Because there's simply not time on television. Mm-hmm. So, I don't um, know. Okay. I think I can mention this without giving anything away. But it, it was mentioned all through season one. There's a couple of, there's probably um, three things that are mentioned over and time again, but if they're subtle and or end up, they are going to be huge at one point. And that is the necklace. Mm-hmm. I knew the necklace was important yeah. for some reason. We called that one. It's around her neck. Yeah. Uh, we made, Emily and everyone, and they, they made reference to. The banditos, the gang, the motorcycle gang that Winona yep. used to ride, with, and mm-hmm. some of the things they did, and she did when she was with them. Mm. And there's also been mention occasionally uh, about something that Winona did in the past, and it's usually 
mentioned that it was something pretty terrible. So there are three things right there that you should pay attention to in the future. Let's mm. put it that. All right. right. Thank you. You're very well. And then hopefully I did not give anything. No, you no, didn't. I think you're good. Yeah. That We're up good. to date with that info. So yeah. I, I'm pretty sure most people watching, thank you guys for being loyal fans who've already seen the show, but we're the new ones who are like, no spoilers, guys. We're so excited and we want to yeah. like keep it all fresh. Um, do you have anything you'd like to add, Bo? Um, just that um, I hope you know, everybody is looking forward to season two because it is going, yeah. it's going to start off uh, in a dead run. I mean, I, I'll just, without giving anything away, when the last episode of season one ends, season two is going to pick up and I mean in a sprint so that's going to be pretty exciting uh, within self and also to uh, definitely give the comic books a chance because the comic book is a hybrid of mm. what I did for the last 20 years with Wine on Earth but also what we're doing with the television show so that readers I mean viewers who have never read a comic book before they pick up the comic book they're going to go oh these are all the characters that I see every week and I like Oh, and it's a little bit different. So it's 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 a icing. You get the cake. Well, this is going to be the icing on it. So it's it's not going to be a repeat of what you already know. Mm. Very cool. All right. Looking forward to checking out the comic books. Yeah, I also think like that's great for people to wait until season two to have the comic books to tide them over. Yes, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's it too far away. Well. <laughs> well, we're helping tide them over, I hope, as well. Yeah, hopefully um, so. <laughs> well, from everyone in the chat, everyone who's watched this and ourselves, thank you so much for uh, speaking with us. It's been a pleasure uh, talk, picking your brain about the show. I had a great time. Thank you guys for coming here to the house. I appreciate it. <laughs> well, thank you for letting us in. And um, and if you want to stay watching, we're going to be talking about the rest of episode 9 and 10. But uh, thank you again for chatting with us. All right. Y'all be good. All right. Oh, thanks, thank you. Okay. All right, guys. Now, uh, hope you enjoyed that interview. It was lovely talking with Bo. And now we got to blaze through episode 9 and 10. But these were some really good episodes. I This show is definitely getting so exciting uh, any quick thoughts on episode nine and ten right away? You want to say, Amber? Um, no. Uh, I guess my my I guess my highlights of nine and ten were uh, episode nine, hair porn. Yes, we started with that one, and you guys told us, and yes, hair porn. You guys warned <laughs> us that there would be some really beautiful hair work. Yes. And it came. <laughs> it was great. Oh, it came, didn't it? Yeah. yeah, it yeah. Did. Oh, speaking <laughs> of. I mean, I regretted it as soon as I said it. Uh, <laughs> um, Henry. Yes, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> we have our Doc Holiday get down, and we have our Way Hot get down, too, in between those two episodes. I enjoyed it. Oh, my oh, gosh, yeah, the Way yes. Hot get down. Way Hot gets oh, together. Yes. Guys, when we're watching this, so we're, we're watching together. Way Hot starts, both of us lean in, and we're like, what? I mean, we kind of knew it was coming, but... I, no, I did not know that it was coming because she she walks in there, she was Well, like, you didn't know that soon. I didn't know that soon. Okay, yeah. And I, I was very There's impressed. enough gifts on uh, uh, Twitter that I, I was like, okay, I know they're going to be doing something. But we didn't know it was like, oh, now, now, oh, okay, now, yes. Mm. We got Doc Holiday and Winona, we yes. got Way Hot together, if and you, we got Hair Porn. The beginning yes. of episode nine was yeah. real good for all happy things all around. If you guys weren't satisfied yet, you should be now. 
was really right. Cute. Um, I also enjoyed the mm. conversation with Way Hot, where they're ta- um, she's at the very before they get down, where she's talking yes. about why won't you tell me what's going on, and she's like, I like you, and the, it's like <laughs> a it's a dual conversation. Yes, it was so well done. If you guys need an excuse to rewatch episode nine, please go back mm-hmm. and watch the beginning mm-hmm. of episode nine and watch Way Hot, Waverly, and Officer Hot talk before they make out because it is so good. Yes. And it's even even the, the conversation on the street or when they're in the room? Both. On the street. Yeah. On, on the, the street. street because they're completely two different conversations. It's done so well because they are complete conversations but we the viewer know that they're talking about two different things but they the characters are like uh, what? No, uh, we're talking about the same thing, aren't we? As yes. an actor, that scene is such a treat to watch oh, because yes. it's so well written and it's not an easy com- dialogue to pull off. It was yes. beautifully executed. Yep. Uh, and then we kind of wondered this, and it did touch upon that uh, Winona doesn't feel that different after the seven are gone. But good point that Doc points out that uh, once you release all that rage, there's kind of nothing left, which is a good point. And I think, but I think she's had this like flight or fight mode for so long mm-hmm. uh, that now that it's over, she doesn't quite know what to do. I thought that know? was really well done yes. because we actually see her have signs of um, almost PTSD. Yes, which makes she's sense. freaking out. Yep. Uh, and then we have oh we lo- we're loving the see through outfits on Winona the see through tops like the mesh or the sweater thing we, looking good we start to see a more confident Winona those leather pants mm, yes those were very nice too I liked it yes <laughs> uh, oh we talked about this last time where we were very kind of confused and felt the FBI stuff was a bit out of place so we finally have brought the FBI into uh, Winona's kind of timeline because she hasn't really been acting interacting with it much it's mainly with Doc. I mean, um, not Doc, sorry, Dolls. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of nice to have Winona do something with the FBI people because, or the gover- government, quote-unquote, um, because that felt so out of place. And even now it still feels a little weird, but she has that analyst thing, and clearly she's um, has some issues. Understandably so, though. Understandably. Yes. Uh, and then uh, we have the people trying to buy the bar, which we learn out later is Bobo, which that was very smart on Bobo's part. Very smart. Very smart. Sneaky. Sneaky as I'll get out, but smart. I I was a little alarmed that we didn't really see either sister catch their Aunt Gus up up to anything up until it was sold. I was like, really? Was he that good? I guess he would have to be, though, because he's been thinking about probably doing this for years. Well, he's probably just was nowhere near it, and then somebody else was doing it. So it must have been the very, very small print. Oh. That's my guess, because he had the guy there in Winona. It was like, oh, you're a revenant. And I looked up the actual definition of revenant, so I should be saying revenant, not demon, because it's just someone who's come back. Oh, I like that. Just so you guys know. I was like, what's the actual definition of revenant? So it's pretty much just someone who's come back, because they're not all necessarily, like, demons per se. They're just people who've come back, and they're demonic-ish. Because they're not just normal people. We'll all agree on that. Um... Uh, the witch, her son, <laughs> yeah, the witch and her son thing, that just kind of sucked. Um, then I'm like, here, we'll just get her timeline all done of, yeah, her son, that sucks, try to bring him back, and I can only pick one of you, because I only have 99-ish percent of one of you, so I'll make one. Oh, wait, it doesn't come out quite right. I guess I didn't get the, okay. uh, the urgency. I didn't understand the urgency of the witches trying to make two of her sons, okay, I'll only I make one. I think she's just like... been waiting too long. She just was done waiting. Was it like a full moon or something? Why did she? Yeah. I don't really understand why. I was like, you've been waiting a long time. Why yes. not just wait a few more years? Like, what's the point? Yeah, that one was a little weird. I was like, ah, uh, okay. We both were just like, okay, moving on. <laughs> and then her poor child dies and is burned because they burn the bones. And then since we figured it was the one bone is still in the other body, that's why he burned up too. That's well, my guess. I'm also curious, like, if 
she's a witch and she has a magical son that has come back. What does that make him? A revenant, technically? That's true. What is he? We don't know. He's a whole other thing. Yeah. And then she gets buried in the salt fields, which was awesome. But we kind of asked the question, and Amber was like, wait, is that really that isolated? Because Rhinona found it, so... And I agree. It's like, do you really think yeah. that? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think she's going to come back because she's not dead. I don't know. She's I, not dead. Somebody will find her. Yeah, and she'll be Somebody. pissed. Yes. She'll come back and she'll be pissed. I do like that the ribbon thing that the blacksmith gave Doc was finally in use, and it actually kind of looked like a barbed wire, which I liked. Well, which it so changed it's, it's texture a, once it went yeah, on. Yeah, it's a her. yellow velvety rope, and as yes. soon as you put it on, it turned into like this metal. metal. And I, I was like, I appreciate that. Okay, yes. good job, Sean. That was very cool. Uh, yeah, someone said the other skull. Oh, yeah, because the skull was smashed bits. That's true. Um, oh, that's a good point. Oh, good point. But she could have collected all those pieces, yes? That's the other thing. She didn't even try to collect them. I mean, all the other body parts are in pieces, too. So what makes the difference that the skull's in pieces? Mm. She's really that special and magical and amazing, but apparently I, she's not. Well, the other bones were not broken. That's true. They were just simply Separated. not connected by tissue. <laughs> true. Or at least we're, to our knowledge. We're getting into it. No, I think that's a good reason that, like, they're <laughs> they're all there. They're just not in pieces. So okay. she's not that good of a magic lady. Okay. Uh, so yes, back to Doc and Winona. She needs to blow off some steam, and I was like, uh, "No, this is like let's make some steam." And we were watching it, and I was like, "Okay, I want them to kiss. I want them to kiss." And they did. I was like, "Yes!" Yeah. I cheered. We both were like, "Do you guys oh, cheer? We, we wish, cheer. We'd wish they'd." Oh yes! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, and Doc. I love that you guys are quoting it in the chat room right now. Of like, uh, oh, my vast wisdom is a burden by Doc. Yes, and then yeah. uh, there are natural forces at work here. Yes. Oh. It was so good. Ugh. Just it was. It, I like it because it's you're watching it, and there's that moment when you're watching a really good show, and you want something to happen, and then it does. Yeah. And it's like you just get that like satisfaction of like, oh, I want this to happen, please, 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 please. please. And you're like, oh, it actually does, because so many shows you're like, please, and then nope, just kidding. All right, fine. So this episode yes. was real good for us, you guys. Episode nine oh, it was, was real, real good. good. Uh, can't help but make naughty jokes at all this because it's just too fun uh we have officer hot and uh the sheriff guy and there's a report and we had kind of wondered before if something was up with him and he does mention that he had guessed that something's going on in the town so it's kind of nice uh to get verification on that because i was wondering where he was because if we, we've talked about this before of like if you're in this town you notice something's going on something yeah so that was cool and poor uh nicole hot of like I'm not going crazy, am I? I'm not going crazy. And then the unicorn line. We all love that. People quote that one in the chat room, too. Yeah. So that was great. Um, okay, so guys, we were a little bit confused on this. Please leave comments down below, because I think in the chat, if you explain this, it'll be a little too much for us to read. But with the witch and the Bobo standoff at the bridge, it was a little bit rushed that we weren't quite sure what the full arrangements of the deal were. And it kind of came out of nowhere... Yes, we were both like, ah. Uh, both of us were like, strange. we need to rewatch this episode because we feel like we're missing a lot of information and yeah. and we're not sure that we care. We're like, maybe if we just like watch it longer, it will reveal itself to us. And then we were like, I still don't really understand what happened yeah. at the bridge. So like, for example, why did the witch's son get out of the trunk? Why, like, why were they holding her off at the weird. bridge? Like they don't what, want her to just leave. Like, there's just things where, like, we didn't understand yeah. why it was happening. Well, their agreement, we didn't understand enough of it. Yeah. Like, what she was going to give Bobo and all that. So it was a little bit like... And why she shot his people. Yeah, that was weird. When she shot it's, up his guys, that was very When she strange. shot up his guys, it seemed very 
specifically unmotivated yeah. to me. Yeah, and it was weird for her to shoot them. Being yeah. a witch, you're like, and you shot yeah, them? Yeah, why not do some powers? Do some magic. I mean, I know it gives her it's some of her energy and all, but it felt weird. Um, then we have the... Oh, they said oh. If, if we tell you, it'll be a spoiler. Oh, thank you. Okay, good. That's good. That's fine. Absolutely great. fine. I'm I'm happy with that, because it's one of those things of, like, maybe then we are maybe supposed to be Maybe it will confused. be revealed to us. Yes. Okay, okay. great. Uh, Ooh, then, great. <laughs> they're like, keep watching. Thank you, chat room. <laughs> uh, in my notes, I love the, um, so the scene is with Bobo and the witch on the bridge, uh, standoff. And then the match on action to the sex scene with, uh, Winona and Doc. Mm. Love that. So if you guys, um, that is a film term. It's called a match on action where it's pretty much like, I guess it's kind of was a match on action where it was, um, where if something, like, Snatch is an excellent example of that. Like, if something happens in one scene and then it continues into the next or a similar thing. So that's called a match on action. Um, but I loved it because it was, like, one thing there and then it was them. And then, damn, her underwear looked really cute. We talked about that. We were talking about her outfit and, like, how... It, it reflects character. It does reflect character. And we were, like, we were like, I don't like that red push-up bra. And then she wore this, like, super cute little, like, maroon bralette. And we were like, we like that yes. better. Super underwear cute. matters. For, I mean, I don't know for men, maybe... It does. If, if it matters, but, like, if you're a girl and you yeah. have matching black panties and underwear, mm-hmm. like, you feel confident that day. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it has the same effect on men, but, like, we feel great when our underwear matches or, like, is specifically mm-hmm. cute. Well, I'm thinking for a guy, like, watching, though, uh, watching a man on screen between wearing uh, boxers, boxer briefs, or even the called tidy whities but they're not necessarily tidy whities they're not, or they're not necessarily white but that reflects also their type as well true that um you know what kind of guy it is so we liked her undergarments uh <laughs> that's what it was we were like i like well, because undergarments. specifically in episode yes. nine she talks about don't cock block my confidence yes. today like don't even try and like her clothes reflected that yes and the wardrobe on the show was just next yes. level oh uh, some of the charms said when men are not confident. Oh, well, you know, it depends on what kind of underwear I think, you know, because it's also, okay, let's be a little more anatomy specific. Ladies' underwear holds different parts differently versus men's parts yeah. of holding things. So I think it's also comfortability, comfortability, comfortability. being comfortable yeah. and uh, function of showing something off as well. Let's be honest, because yeah. ladies wearing a certain kind of bra, trying to show off the boobs, guys wearing a certain kind of underwear could probably just show off their package as well, so... Yeah. It could be a different thing. Um, the more you know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you. I was like, what is that? Oh, yes. All right. Uh, let's wrap this one up. Uh, yes, we finally have Waverly and ha- uh, Nicole ha- hook up finally, which we were like, oh, my goodness. Um, and I also like their conversation on the couch, too, because it was very real and honest of, like, mm-hmm. you scare me. And it's like, I scare you. And they're like, it's good for people to talk it out because it's like, wait, we are not on the same page. And then you need to be... Because Waverly is kind of new to this and needs, you know, to express her feelings. And it yeah. was nice that she did that. And uh, then she was like, and then she was like, uh, you should stop talking. And she was like, make me. I was like, oh, yeah. Okay. We're like, oh, okay. Girl, yeah, okay. Keep going. Listen. Oh, we totally were leaning in. I bet you guys were too. You're like, <laughs> yes, what? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Bobo bought shorties. Was like, what? So that's episode nine. So we'll blaze through ten real quick. Okay. Um, Oh, oh well, we Doc? have to go back to episode nine when she talks about the pink and the and the blue. We find yeah. that 
I think that's in 10. In 10? Yeah. Continue on. I was like... I want to talk about the pink and the blue. Yes, we'll talk about that. Uh, So... We have Shorty's kind of has been stolen, and oh, the Willis necklace thing was kind of like, oh, that sucks. But they planted surveillance, so that was really kind of cool. I actually thought the necklace might have been the surveillance, but we learned it's like a little um, knob thing on the back of the boot. Mm-hmm. So that was cool. And we see this strange, like, girl and the wolf thing, and we learn about Lou, and then Bobo is not happy about Lou, and we learn he's some big baddie that Bobo, which I'm like, the one that got away yes from Bobo we need to pit them against each other and maybe they'll destroy each other which I've seen that. that's like the concept guys if you don't know I haven't seen it yet but there's a movie where it's the ring and the grudge and the two girls are like hey let's have our demons fight each other to get rid of them (laughs) that movie really exists I'm excited about that but um (laughs) so sorry oh Jim the demon who uh, revenant who's been captured and he's like oh I didn't tell the black badge anything and Bobo's like but you will. So I think Bobo wants to feed some incorrect information yeah. to the black. Also, patch. very mean of Bobo to not help his friend out. And just yeah. get him out. He's like, no, you definitely have the here. ability to like let him free. Yes. Rude. Uh, Rude. Hmm? Yes. Because then we also see Winona gets to find dolls doing the torturing because she didn't know about that. And now she knows. I love that when she walks up and she's like, listen, car I'm alarm. here. And she kicks the car and she's like, oh, hi. What's up? Oh, and handcuffs him to the car. That was great, too. So badass. Uh, and then... Oh, and when she handcuffs him to the car, we see... We feel, Carrie and I feel, was the first moment of legitimate... Yes. ...connection Finally. between the two characters, I'm like, Dolls and Winona. close there. I was like, whoa, I actually believe they're attracted well, to each other for the first time. to get him locked up? I think she was just flirting to get him locked up, but I believed it this time. Yes. Whereas before, it was, it was just better. kind of like, what's happening? Yeah, it was so awkward. Yeah. This one... I was more like, they're standing really close together. <laughs> uh, you still were not having it. Yes. <laughs> Ah, this is, now we're getting to it. So, now we have Winona and Doc, and I wrote, he is so suave. Now we can talk about pink and blue. (sighs) I could talk about Doc forever, but I do um, appreciate the detail that, that, first of all, we get the, um, the pink Cadillac back, Mm -hmm. and of course, uh, Doc has this really, he can, Doc Holliday, the actor, Tim, can land a compliment on a woman better than anything I've ever seen. So he catches the keys and he goes, you, he says something like, you'd be the only woman to actually woo a man with a pink Cadillac or a car you're, or something like that. Yeah, he said, like... Oh! Um, with another woman's car. Yes. He said something like, you're the only woman who would, who's ballsy enough or something like that to yeah. be like, to woo a man with another woman's car. And, and, like, mm, and she's like, well, we can you. change the color. And he's like, no, it's a strong color. And I was like, oh, because he's from the past. Pink and it was, was cool back then for well, dudes. I think it was right around the Holocaust that they changed the colors for... They swapped? Blue. They swapped because they were trying to identify people in concentration camps and gay people and putting them in pink so that oh. they would be shipped off. And then that's when, like... Okay, pink... that's a much sadder... No, it is, but that's when... But, that's no, when really suddenly That's when pink became feminine and unworthy oh. and unwanted. Whereas blue was previously, like, baby blue was worn by, by female Little babies girls. up until that point. Interesting. So I was like, oh, I forgot about that. It was such a, like, cool detail to put back in the show. Oh, super cool. Well, I'm yeah. thinking back to, like, I've watched and done a, um, done Victorian stuff, and flamboyant colors are all totally cool in a lot of that. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah. bright colors. Men wore purple and pink yeah. and, mm-hmm. yep. Uh, I like in the chat room, thank you, Doc Sash. Doc can pull off any type of underwear, which... Do we get underwear scenes? Okay, you can spoil that for me and let me know. I doubt it, but that'd be nice. Uh, and then, yeah, Doc is awesome. We totally agree with that. And, yeah, it's every time... Well, the other thing is, with his compliments, you believe them. It's not fake. It's not, you know, like, disingenuine. You just go, 
Because he, he also yells at her Aww. when he's pissed. He's like, that was weird. You know? That was a little weird. Um, well, she's rejected him, and so yeah. now he's pissed off. And he he's like, issues. I'm not going to protect you if you yeah. don't like me back. Mm-hmm. This is true. Uh, then we have the weird Iska. I wrote it down as Iska. I think that's how you say his name. The guy in the woods. We're like, weird stuff is going on. And the cult, which we learn later, is um, Lou. I'm like, where's my other notes? Lou. And we meet Eve, which was very interesting, who we later learn, which we guess, and we, Gus has proved that it's Willa. Semi-question mark. Yeah. <laughs> Hold that thought, and we'll finish some other stuff, and then get there. <laughs> to, uh, so we also have dolls with his, the eye thing is back again, momentarily. I mean, that's just a quick thing. And <laughs> another random thing is that edit for, like, the zoom, like, you zoom on the gun was super funny because the show hasn't done anything like that yet but it felt very perfect for that moment to showcase where the gun is which we were like didn't she drop it on the ground and it's only in a tree yeah but it was still cool because it was a fun edit was confused why the gun was from the ground to the tree but okay that's okay (laughs) and then another random thing with doc we had doc trying to drive which was super funny and gets a ticket from nicole hot uh, and he's trying to leave, and Waverly's like, nah, don't leave. And she's like, but Winona likes you. And he goes, no. And uh, it mentions her relationship with, or her budding relationship with Officer Hot. And he goes, well, the difference is she adores you back. And you're just like, oh, oh, poor dog. I just, I wrote, aw. Because yeah. we wondered before, even with their first little, with the motorcycle bit, I, I believed him then. I believed that he really, like, like likes her. I Deeply. Did, I missed that, I guess. I don't, oh. I, I, I wasn't as convinced that he deeply was Like he actually cared her. about her? Yeah. He didn't want to just hook up? I, She's not just a booty call for him. Well, I, I thought that he liked her as a person and also wanted to have sex with her. I didn't know he was, like falling for her level oh, of Oh, I think he's been falling for her for a while. Okay. That would okay, guys. Fun comments for down below. When do you think Doc started falling for Winona? Leave that as a comment down below. Uh, I think it's definitely been for a little while. Okay. I, but here, okay. I had an acting class, and one of the things was, uh, most love stories is, you instantly fall in love, and the movie is you denying it. Hmm. So... He instantly fell in love with her, fell in love with her, and the whole time he's been denying it, and now that's been chipping away. Oh, right? That seems more accurate right? for him, yeah. Because he's been like, nope, nope, nope. Okay, well, fine. if that's the I case, then, then I think Winona is instantly fell in love with dolls and is denying it. No. Well, no. I don't want that to happen. I don't want that to be it either. Nope. I think that's where they're going <laughs> with this. We'll see. Uh, and then we got Eve trying, I like that Eve was trying to fight back, which uh, proves more how erpy she is. And then. Yay for Dolls and Winona coming back of, like, we're going to help you and rescue. And Dolls is like, I found it because I pinged the spot. <laughs> He's like, how'd you find it? And I'm like, that's actually a really smart idea. I'd be like, boop, that's yep. where we are. Yep. Uh, and then we go, WTF, Eve can use the gun. And it's like, when she was at the um, police station, we're watching it, and I'm like, she's, well, she's the, she's the sister. And Amber's like, what? Oh, I was just like, oh, she's, I was like, oh, she's human. She can just use the gun to shoot him. And then the fire appeared and I was like, what? Girl, wait, wait, exclamation point, question mark. Is she some other family? Like it's, it did not come up. It did not come upon me quickly. Like I was like, what? Huh? What? Huh? Like, yeah, like a good, like seven minutes. It's denial. You're like, what? (laughs) I thought she was dead, y'all. Oh my goodness. I I actually kind of like that theory. I don't recall... 
what my final because we talked about was were um was she still alive or not um uh, I thought maybe she would be older or evil. I guess we should talk about the fact that my problem with this character. Okay, so Amber is making a really good point, which I'm like, okay, fair enough. Um, she felt the actress didn't quite look older than Winona, that it was weird to believe that she's Willa. However, I was like, she has a round face. She has a baby face. It's going to make her look younger. And potentially she's been living in a different environment slash other area. Might have aged differently. If if I will believe that she is Willa if for some reason magic made her stay the same age. Because she's actively, like, she looks like she's 20 years old, and if Winona Earp just turned 27, then she has to be at least 30 or 31. But she's probably not drinking or smoking or doing those she bad things. She looks way she too She eats young. all organic. And also, <laughs> and also, she doesn't look anything like the Earp sisters. They look that completely unrelated. That is something they look unrelated. a little different. Uh, but then again, there are some families that, Was you know, really one sibling looks very it. different. I know, but like... You're like, ah! She looks nothing... She looks nothing like Willa to me. Like, mm-hmm. I would have not picked her out of a lineup. and Which I guess maybe is cute why, why Nona didn't get it at first either. But then Gus, it was interesting that Gus instantly was like, whoa. So I yeah. kind of wonder if um, she looks maybe more like their mother or something and why Nona looks maybe more like their father. Yeah. And then Waverly is like a grandparent. Yeah. Which there are families like that where it's like, you know, somebody always kind of looks like a little bit like different or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Good question. Yeah, I would like... We know whenever Winona Earp does this to us, it usually answers it the next episode, so I'm excited yeah. to see what they're going to say about him, her looking yeah. a little different. Yes. So... They might have something, for sure. Um, another thing, just to let you guys know, so next week we'll be doing... Today was 9 and 10. Next week will be 11 and 12, and then the following week we'll do the finale with 13, and then we'll be back when season two comes back. But just giving yeah. you a... We were looking at the schedule way ahead of time. Yeah. Um, any other thoughts on these two episodes? Um, I thought it was really... a cold shower? <laughs> no, I don't. It was good no. for me, girl. I'm enjoying it. Me too. It. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, I, I thought it was interesting that Eve, we'll mm-hmm. call her, didn't ever say that her name was Willa because she somehow knew that she was with a bad guy. And so I'm very interested to see what her her story was because remember, that guy she was with didn't know that she was an heir because he was like, an heir! And Eve was like, huh? So, like, was she brainwashed? They mentioned, I forget who was talking, but somebody mentioned um, amnesia. That word was dropped in the episode. Oh, okay. I think when they're at the police station. Sure, I'm sure she's been messed um, with, but... I mean, it's very television convenient as well. Uh, but, but it would be cool if she made a choice to be like, sure, my name is, my name is Caitlin. But my if name is also Eve. if she was like, how do we remember how old Winona was when um, that all went down? Winona was um, under the age of 10. Under 10? Okay. And then what? She was like 13? Like 8 or something? Willow was like 13? Yeah, but if I was 8, you you know what? I wouldn't remember what my sibling looked like if I was And eight. it's from child to adult? That's the other thing, yeah. too. There's some people... Okay, like, my brother looks totally like his... Like, I could show you an infant photo and look exactly the same. But, like... My brothers some, don't. They look my different. photos, yeah. yeah. No. It's like, eh, maybe. Maybe yeah. not. Yeah, that's um, fair. Oh, you're back for season two. Oh, yeah, that's the other thing, guys. Um, so season one, we did do this a little bit differently of airing these after it aired because it just didn't work out that it aired before. But yes, for season two, we will be with and current as season two happens. So we're ready for that yes. one ahead of time. Uh, and then, oh, <laughs> thank you for someone uh, in the chat room commenting. Um, 
uh, on braids. No, see, yesterday I had my Legather braids for Vikings. Today I have my Waverly braids. <laughs> Can you put a picture on your Instagram of what your braids look like? Because they look I'll, real cool for I'll you guys you. today. Like, they I'll look really good. I'll put them on Twitter and Instagram, guys. Um, She's doing some Waverly braids. Yay. Um, I think that kind of wraps us up on any other things. I think so. I think that's it. Um, what other shows are you on and or any of the programs people should follow you? Where do they find you online? Yeah, I'll and tell cyberstalk you. you. I'll tell you all the things. <laughs> okay, the things. Tell me all the things. <laughs> hey guys, uh, thanks for watching. My name is Amber Plaster. You guys can follow me on Twitter and on Instagram at Amber Plaster. I also have a live gaming show on my YouTube channel. You can go to youtube.com slash amberplaster22. We're playing through Rise of the Tomb Raider right now if you want to watch other kick-ass women. I'm also on another panel on AfterBuzz TV on Tuesday nights um, covering NBC's This Is Us. What about how, you, Carrie? How is that show? It's r- so well written. Okay, good. It's so well done. It's one of those I saw the trailer and I was like... It's the same writer as uh, Fox's Pitch, which is another oh, okay. feminist cool. light of hope and wonderfulness in the universe. Yes. Oh, good to know. Yeah. Um, so, guys, I'm a little crazy because I'm on eight shows now on AfterBuzz. Dang, girl. Um, so, Sundays, you can catch me on Van Helsing. We're towards the end of that series. Westworlds, we're doing the finale this coming up Sunday. Monday night is timeless. And then Box Office Breakdown, which we talked about what came out over the weekend. Then, two, no, not Tuesday, Wednesdays, I have, uh, I'm like, wait, nope. Hold on, mental break. Well, Thursdays is Winona Earp and Salem. Oh, Wednesdays is Vikings and Incorporated. So I do a lot of sci-fi and random and cool stuff. And you can find me online at Carrie D. Lane. That's K-A-R-I-D-L-A-N-E. Please give us a thumbs up. Comments down below. We love to hear your thoughts on the episode and our breakdown. As well as five stars on iTunes. Leave comments there as well. It's always great. And uh, be sure to subscribe to AfterBuzz because there's so much good content and shows. Like awesome people like us covering these great shows that you guys know and love. Again, thank you so much for watching, and we'll see you next week. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.